You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to a new episode of the Rua Space Podcast. I'm Phil, and I'm really glad that you've joined me today as we look to make space for the Spirit. Today, I want to take just a few minutes to talk about forgiveness. This has been something that I've had to wrestle with a lot lately, and I've kind of been reflecting upon, working through, and trying to practice. And I wanted to just share with you a quick observation from my experience recently. This is in no way to say that I've mastered it, um, but it's just kind of been something I've been exploring. And this evening, as I record this, it just really hit me, and I felt that it could be something important to share. And it really ties into the series that we've just wrapped up on the Lord's Prayer, where we went line by line through this prayer that Jesus taught us. And Jesus does something very interesting in the Sermon on the Mount. Right after teaching on the Lord's Prayer, after it concludes in chapter 6, verse 13, immediately he jumps back into the topic of forgiveness. So right after the prayer ends, he says, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Which is a pretty tough statement. I mean, it's right to the point. He's linking our ability to forgive others with our forgiveness that we receive. And we've talked about this a little bit in the other episode, but as I've really been thinking about forgiveness, I've realized that when we hurt one another, when we hurt ourselves or creation or relationship with God, usually that hurt that we cause to others comes from a hurt or a pain that exists inside of ourselves. So maybe this is goes all the way back to our childhood, for example, a way that a parent or a sibling or family member or friend or someone else hurt us. Or it could even be a perceived way that someone hurt us, that they didn't even necessarily really do it, but it was how we experienced it. Pain in our life can be a complicated thing, and it can kind of shape who we are as people. It shapes our ego right? The ways then that we operate in the world, whether we feel like we need to protect ourselves or we want to be heard or we want to be seen or we feel that we need to build up a certain safety or comfort level. These things often come out of the pain of our childhood or the pain over the years that we've existed on this earth. And the ways we often end up hurting others flows out of the ways others have hurt us or the ways we feel that we've been hurt by others. So when I think about forgiveness this week, I think about the past few months in my own life where I've had to try and really work through what it means to forgive people. I've been hurt by some people that I knew for many, many years and hurt by some people that I don't even know. And I don't want to dive into those stories because that's not really the point. But the point is to say that I've come to realize that each and every one of those individuals, whether it's someone with a lot of power or someone who, you know, in terms of society has no power at all, or someone I've known for a long time, or someone I've never met, I've come to realize as I work through the situations, the ways that they've hurt me, or the community, or others, or the things that I feel that they might need to repent of, the question that started to come up for me is, what is the pain that is leading them to act in that way? 
So if it's someone that is fighting a battle against us, right? Seems like they've really got it out for us or is doing something where we say, wow, you're really hurting a lot of people and they just can't see it or they hurt us and they do it in the name of goodness and they're unable sometimes to see what they're doing. The question for me has come back to what is the pain that they've experienced in their life, whether or not they can name it, what in their heart do they feel like they're protecting? What in their heart or in their life or in their experience are they working out? Because I know for me, that's often when I've hurt someone and need forgiveness, or even in these very relationships where I've had to work to forgive others, there's things that I've messed up too. And as I look at those ways that I've messed up and I explore them, I realize that they are my own working out of my own pain, whether it's a need to be heard or a need to be protected or a need to do what I know what is right. You know, it could be any number of things. But when I realize that I have my own sort of pains and that those sometimes hurt other people, when I understand that God forgives me in that place, it gives me a new perspective to say, if God could forgive me and I know that I'm working out of pain, what might that person be working out? And realizing that God can forgive them as well. Now, this doesn't justify whatever someone might have done. It doesn't make the hurt go away or stop necessarily. And it doesn't mean we don't need to take some sort of action. It doesn't mean that there won't be consequences for us or for the other person. It doesn't mean the hurt will go away. But it does mean that we can ask some questions that might help us to pray for that person, that might help us to forgive that person, which again, doesn't mean to forget, doesn't mean that it won't hurt, doesn't even mean we need to enter into a relationship with that person. But we can sort of give up that need for revenge. We can give up wishing them ill. Because rather than wishing them ill because we have some notion that they hurt us intentionally, which they might have, or that you know, this is so bad they could never, you know, be forgiven. When we realize, my goodness, they have pain and suffering in their life just like I do. It offers just a slightly different perspective. And maybe what we could pray for them for is, God, forgive them because they don't know what they do. The prayer of Jesus on the cross. Lord, what is the pain that they are facing in their life? What are What is it that they're trying to protect? What is it that they're trying to overcome that either makes them blind to what they're doing or leads to this anger or leads to these actions? Maybe we can become a little more curious. And so I feel like this operates on two levels. On one, for our own sin, can we be curious about what leads us to return to those sins? What leads us to that anger, to that frustration, to doing something that might harm ourselves or others. And what really is it that our pride or our ego, you know, our false self, our, the child within us that we're trying to protect or fight against? And how can God heal us in that place? And then can we be curious about when that person, that man or that woman or that group, that family member, that loved one, that stranger, when they do that, how can we work out forgiveness in terms of understanding that they also are facing a pain, that they also are oppressed in some way by the sinfulness of the world? And again, this isn't to justify it, but it's to say that may be the place where we can begin to pray for them. That may be the place where forgiveness opens up, that we realize God has loved us in our own place of pain, even when we've messed up.
And can we potentially in some way begin to love the other person in that place of pain, in that place of suffering? That might just be the beginning of how we can explore forgiveness. So what I would do is I would invite you right now to sit for a second, to be present in this moment, and to call to mind a person who has really upset you the past few days. Maybe it was today, maybe yesterday, maybe in the last week, in the last month. I'd like you just to picture that person right now. Be aware of what feelings might be coming up in your mind, in your body, physical sensations, emotions. It's not wrong to have those emotions. And you may be thinking, man, I could never forgive that person. Or maybe you're working through forgiving them right now. And I would invite you to consider what might have led them to do what they've done that so upset you. What might they be protecting? What might they be working out? What might they be hiding? What might they be trying to soothe? What might be that place of pain in them? And in that space, I would invite you to pray for them, that God may heal them in that place, that they, even though they may have no idea that that's what they're operating out of, may God help them to name it. May God bring them healing. May God bring them peace in that place. May God lead them to repentance and may God offer them forgiveness. And that doesn't mean it's going to feel better. You may still have to continue to working at, to work out forgiving them in that place. But I believe when we can name our own pain and the ways we've hurt others and repent and accept forgiveness, that can help us better understand and see the pain in others and come to offer them forgiveness as well. So brothers and sisters, as you journey through the difficult land of forgiveness, the difficult but good land, May you explore and name the own, your own places where your pain has led you to hurt others. May you know that God can forgive you in that place. And may you be curious about what someone else might be going through. And may God grant you the peace to forgive them as well. And who knows what untold potential could result when we can see each other's pain, forgive one another, and love one another as Jesus has modeled for us. Brothers and sisters, grace and peace be with you.